Good morning. We were promised it would help those doing it tough. Last night's federal budget delivering $14.6 billion in cost of living relief and billions have been allocated to help struggling households. Inflation is also tipped to ease. Here's Angela Cox. With breaks on the economy and stubborn inflation, the Treasurer walks the tightrope of a cautious budget. In all of our decisions, we seek to strike a considered methodical balance between spending restraint to keep the pressure off inflation while doing what we can to help people struggling to make ends meet. Offering a number of measures to help our most vulnerable, including a centrepiece of the budget, a record $5.7 billion boost to Medicare. The bulk of that tackling the failing bulk billing system. $3.5 billion to provide free GP consultations for 11.6 million children, pensioners and concession card holders. The government will raise JobSeeker, Youth Allowance and Ausstudy payments by $40 a fortnight across the board, costing $4.9 billion over five years. A smaller sum than the $100 increase advocates were calling for, but there'll be a higher rate for those aged 55 and over. A 15% increase in rent assistance, up to $31 extra a fortnight. The single parent payment extended until the youngest child is 14, an extra $176.90 per fortnight for 57,000 families. There's a $3 billion package co-funded by the states to bring down power bills. From July, 5 million eligible households able to claim subsidies up to $500, $650 for 1 million small businesses. A $1.3 billion fund will allow for energy upgrades to households. The 110,000 low-interest loans made available through private lenders for improvements like double glazing and solar panels to homes. Another $2 billion for 7,000 additional affordable homes. $11.3 billion for pay rises for aged care workers. $4 billion in renewable energy, including $2 billion to help produce and export hydrogen energy and green steel. Pride and joy for Jim Chalmers, a slim surplus of $4.2 billion this year, riding on a wave of tax income, $67 billion more than expected in October. It crashes into a sea of red from next financial year, though. Deficits rising from 13.9 to $36.6 billion, totaling about $110 billion over the next four years. Softening the blow, booming tax revenue, up almost $135 billion over the next five years, even with stage three tax cuts. A new 15% tax on multinational companies also helping the bottom line. A wary treasurer warning of much more uncertainty ahead. Outside of the pandemic and the global financial crisis, the next two years are expected to be the weakest for global growth in over two decades. And this will affect us here in Australia. Our economic growth to slow from three and a quarter percent this financial year to just one and a half percent before a slight recovery. Labor making slow dents to our national debt. $81 billion lower at $923 billion next financial year before hitting a trillion dollars in 2026. I commend this bill and this budget to the House.
Let's bring in political reporter Jennifer Beshwati in Canberra now. Good morning, Jen. Not everyone's happy with the budget. Good morning, Jody. Well, it's not easy pleasing everyone. There has, of course, been a mixed reaction. It, uh, following the budget uh, for health groups, though, they have welcomed that $3.5 billion boost to Medicare. The Australian Medical Association says it will encourage more bulk billing uh, for doctors to offer. But the biggest concern for advocates is the $40 a fortnight raise to JobSeeker. They had been calling for an increase of $26 dollars a day. So this falls utterly short. They also claim not enough is being done for renters. Here's the Greens leader. This budget is a betrayal of renters, job seekers and people doing it tough. Job seekers will remain in poverty and get an extra $2.85 a day that won't even buy you a loaf of bread. And meanwhile, billionaires and politicians get a $9,000 a year tax cut. Now, the opposition, well, as you can expect, is not on board with many of the measures. They say the budget will actually make it harder for Australians by making the cost of living inflation crisis worse. Here's the shadow treasurer. I mean, it fails to deal with the pressures that Australia and Australians are facing right now. It's a Band-Aid on a bullet wound. There's $2 of spending to every dollar of revenue. That adds to inflation. The government is confident that this won't uh, add to inflation, that they've struck the right balance. Jody. OK, Jen Beshwadi in Canberra, thank you. An investigation is underway this morning after police charged a prominent Sydney jeweller accused of orchestrating a robbery of his own store. It's alleged Michelle Germani arranged for two men to rob his CBD store so he could make an insurance claim worth almost $3 million. Germani's jewellery has been worn by a number of high-profile figures, including Elizabeth Taylor and Princess Diana. $20,000 payments are being offered to address Queensland's shortage of police recruits. The state's police force is struggling to expand the size of its service, with only nine new officers joining between October 2020 and January this year. Of the 300 police stations across the state, 86 have fewer officers than they did in 2015. The government is also proposing to wipe up to $20,000 from hex debts to lure new recruits. The man convicted of kidnapping four-year-old Cleo Smith from a WA campsite and holding her captive for 18 days has lodged an appeal against his sentence. Terence Kelly was jailed last month for 13 and a half years and has already been given a five-year sentence reduction due to his early guilty plea. Kelly's lawyers will argue the judge failed to give appropriate weight to his childhood disadvantage and trauma. The Australian and New Zealand franchise of weight loss empire Jenny Craig has been placed into voluntary administration. There are hopes the move will allow a restructure to protect the business from filing for bankruptcy like it has in the United States. Staff will remain paid and employed while in administration. The local versions of the company are separate from US operations. Checking Wednesday's weather now, sunny in Brisbane, heading for a top of 24 degrees. Sunny and 20 in Sydney, morning frost, then sunny in Canberra. Showers and 16 degrees in Melbourne, cloudy and 16 as well in Hobart. Cloudy and 18 degrees in Adelaide, showers and 19 in Perth today and sunny and 32 degrees in Darwin.